Welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And today is Wednesday, May 27th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateandori at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390 or you can text us. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear it all. And get those texts and emails and calls in quickly because Friday is our last episode of Here For You, which means we will be recording it on Thursday. So please get those in by tomorrow. You can, after Here For You is done, you can still call us um, and text us and email us. It just will be going on a different podcast. So yeah. And if you don't subscribe to Forever 35, join us there. Now is the time, everyone. Yeah. And if you do subscribe, thank you. Can't <laughs> wait to uh, see you again. Uh, how's it going, Kate? Mm, drinking my smoothie. I am feeling optimistic over here, Dory. Wow. Okay. Um, Go on. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, yesterday my family went on a bike ride. As I mentioned, I bought a bike, mm-hmm. which was really, really fun. And then we, I went in my 10 foot blow up pool with my daughters and we made a whirlpool. Have you ever done that in a small circular pool? No. You like swim or run around the edges and it creates a current and then you can float in the current. Cool. I mean, look, hot tip i remember doing this in my friend's pool when i was six years old she had an above ground pool i don't even remember her name i just remember doing this so so many times we would run around the edge of the above ground pool and it makes this current and then you float like a lazy river Ooh, yeah and you know we had fun and our pool is very cold because it's just you know water we put in there from the hose it's not a real pool it's right 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 so but it was very fun we had a good some good laughs and then um you know, also yesterday, because my daughters are now on summer vacation, mm-hmm. we had a little, like, an initial chat as a family of four about, like, what we expect from them for the summer, like, what they want to do, like, how much screen time they dream of having, how much screen time we want to give them. You know, we had kind of, like, a nice family dialogue. Nice. We talked to them about, like, our work needs and how, like, we're going to be splitting up our work days and how we might be doing some family trips, you know, like day trips if if things open up, you know, like go walk on a hike or walk on the beach. And so that was a um that was oddly productive. Good. Oh, I'm so glad. It was like a little team meeting. Did and, they um, did you feel like mm-hmm. they had like a vision of what they wanted their summer to look like? I, I mean, in their world, they want to just like watch um like the family lip syncing show that they're into and like look at their like vid their things on screens like that I think is their dream um but they do also like playing outside and they really have enjoyed going for bike rides they weirdly like are okay going for hikes cool so I think they like I want to give them kind of a vegging out summer yeah 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 um with popsicles and you know I just want them to just chill Mm -hmm. and and you know I didn't realize this but on there you can actually like set a time limit on an iPad so 
one thing we talked about is being like, you got, you each get, you know, an hour of time to use your iPad during each day and then it'll shut itself off. And I don't know how this works, but it'll shut itself off after the time limit is done. Uh So that feels like a useful tool because they love bopping over to their, these iPads, um, which we've never really had access to before. So this is, you know, it's a new treat for them. Yeah. Um, So those, you know, it was a nice day yesterday. It felt, I, I left the day feeling cautiously optimistic about summer. Good. Cautiously. Cautiously. Now, it's, on, it's only day three of our summer break. Now, so there's 11 weeks ahead of us. Right. Um, and there was still like mixed in with all the good things that happened yesterday, like, you know, fighting and crying and eye rolling and feelings and anger. And, you know, there was all yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but I don't know. I felt slightly, slightly good about it. So that's where I'm at today. Okay. How are you doing? You know, Kate, I too went on a bike ride yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did you go? Um, I went kind of, I, I have this route that I do with Henry when we go on a walk and I basically went there and just sort of went farther. Uh, By yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. It wasn't long or anything. I think it was at most maybe 30 minutes. Um, I also was like, oh, I haven't ridden my bike in so long. Like I, don't think I've ridden it since before I got pregnant. Oh, wow. So it's a long time. Yeah. So it's been almost two years and like my legs were like, oh boy. <laughs> what is this circular motion yeah, going in? Literally. Um, but it felt good. It felt really good to get out on the bike and ride around. It was a really nice day here yesterday. Um, so yeah, so it was good. And I did. Oh, I, you know what else I did yesterday? I did some closet purging. I'm intrigued of clothing, of your clothing. Of my clothing. Um, yes, I had some. I did a big workout clothes purge because I had a lot of stuff that like didn't fit totally right. And I was like, why am I holding on to this stuff? Yes, yes, yes. I know that feeling. Um. So getting rid of that stuff. And then I found this, I'd ordered underwear from the Gap like a few weeks before lockdown. And when I took one of them out of the package, I realized I'd ordered the wrong style. And then for whatever reason, I just like never returned them. And now it's been like, you know, three months or something. And I was like, okay, I'm never returning these. But I had six of them that were still in their, you know, wrapped shrink wrapped plastic or whatever it is. So I, I just on Facebook, I sold to someone I know, I sold the, um, the pairs of underwear that I hadn't opened. <laughs> um, so that, that felt good. I'm giving good, away, okay. I like this, giving away some nursing tanks and a nursing bra that the bra had never fit me. I had bought it and then like was like, I was just like, I'm like, I just never returned it for, reasons that probably had to do with having a newborn and um so i'm going to be giving that away so yeah so i was like okay got some got some good stuff done here that's a very productive activity yeah it felt really good well you know our bedroom as discussed mostly on forever 35 our bedroom has been an ongoing project Mm -hmm, mostly mm -hmm. having to do with clothes storage 
I feel like we don't have quite enough room or we have too many clothes. (laughs) So um, I'm trying to deal with one of those factors. (sighs) You've been very busy riding around. I've just been buzzing about. Yep. Cleaning up. I need to do some cleaning today. Our our home is just like there's just a gentle carpet of crumbs in every room. Yeah, just like I feel that mushed into everything and it's like I oh, also every time. Oh sorry, go ahead. No, I I just don't feel like dealing with it. That's all. I also realize I've gotten to the point. Do you ever get to the point on your desk where you suddenly realize you have like five glasses and like <laughs> four bowls? I don't, but that's because my desk is like 30, 30 inches long and there's right, right, literally right. no room. But that, yes, I do know that happens to me with cups in the morning. I come yes. record this podcast and I bring like a water, a coffee, a smoothie, a can of sparkling water. And totally. then I just like look over and there's, yeah, there's a lot. It looks like a dish rack. Yeah. So trying to like get all those dishes into the kitchen where they belong. <laughs> um you know, just sort of trying to be a little bit more organized. It is a process. And you know what? It's a journey, not a destination, I want to say. Oh, well, there right? you Like go. we're never going to be perfect at this. Yeah. Yes. So we're just doing the best we can. Amen. And now is a good time to like explore our limits. Oh, go or on. Ignore, or don't do anything. I'm just saying like, you know, you're, you went through your closet. It's like that this felt like a time where you had space to do that. But yes. it can also be a time where you don't deal with it at all. Yes, totally. Totally. Yeah. And in fact, I had not dealt with it for two and a half months. Yeah. So good. I like this. I like this for you. Oh, thank you so much. <sighs> well, Let's take a very brief break. And then when we come back, we will hear from some listeners. Including someone who I feel like sees you. (laughs) And that is important to be seen. It is. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. We are back. Kate, I believe you were referring to this first email. I was. What can I read it to you as you if I'm the listener? May. Please so you can do. receive these words. <laughs> Hi, Dory. I relate to you. I was brutal with getting dishes done after cooking. I mentioned the dishes issue to a friend who is the best cleaner. She said, Oh, I just challenge myself to clean up while my dinner is cooking. So while something is in the oven, see if you can clean up everything before it is done. Usually the fifteen to twenty minute cook time is enough to get most things done. The challenge aspect helped. I find this especially effective for baking. Yes, that is always the goal, right? To clean as you go, as my husband likes to say. (laughs) I love this idea, but I also like, I use that 15 to 20 minute cook time to like lean over the kitchen counter and stare at my phone. So yes. And also not everything that you make has a 15 to 20 minute downtime. Some, some things you're like actively cooking the whole time. Oh, don't I know it and actively burning it like every time. Right. So, <laughs> so yes, you are right. Sweet listener. This is such a good idea. And you know what? I will try it. I will try well, it. This- This also just reminds me of another idea, which is this whole challenge idea, I think is very helpful, like setting a 20 minute timer and seeing how much you can get done in that time. 
you, you know what I mean? Like giving yourself little kind of yeah, tricks. That was, I mean, that was what Matt and I were doing. We were literally setting a timer during our 9 p.m. cleanup and it actually did really help. So I know that these things work. Um, yeah, I know these things work. <laughs> That's Knowing is half the battle. The end. <laughs> the end. Um, okay, so we have a voicemail from a listener. And interestingly enough, we got a response to this voicemail kind of unwittingly from a... <laughs> another listener. So here we go. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Ariella from the Twin Cities in Minnesota. Um, I am calling for the podcast here for you. Um, and it's not in reference to any specific episode, I don't think. Um, but I had a baby um, at the end of March during the beginning of the whole pandemic and stay-at-home orders and all that. Um, and, um, I'm calling because I wake up quite a bit in the middle of the night, obviously to nurse. Um, and I was just reading the news on my phone every time or looking on social media. I just couldn't help it. Um, but last night I decided to start playing Candy Crush because I just couldn't just couldn't do the news anymore. Social media just wasn't helping me go back to sleep or um, wake up in a good place. And uh, it was great. I got to level 19 on the first night. Um, my question is, do you have any other games that I could play on my phone um, in the middle of the night while I'm nursing? So I am not tempted to look at social media, or read the news. Um, I do not seem to have any problem going back to sleep after looking at my phone. So um, I am looking for any suggestions. Thanks. Well, listener, you're in luck. <laughs> Dory has <laughs> something for you. Well, I mean, I, I, mean I have lined up a list. Yes, I do have I do have a couple of, of suggestions, but a listener had some great suggestions. It's so simpatico. It's like almost eerie, right? I know. The way that like a listener somehow responded to a voicemail they had never heard. Yeah. And what's also funny is we got this. We actually got this voicemail a couple of days ago and I'd been holding it. And then this email came in today. So weird. Spooky. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Cat and door. Why, yes, I've been meaning to send this email since the first episode aired, but apparently I need a deadline in order to accomplish anything. Distractions. One, Egg Inc. This is a phone game. It's incredibly soothing and addicting. You basically just own a chicken farm and farm chickens by holding down a button. It sounds ridiculous, but I've been playing it for months. <laughs> this sounds amazing. It sounds right up my alley. Uh, two, two dots, a second phone game where you basically make squares to achieve goals. And it is so freaking soothing, occupying just enough brain to be able to not anxiety spiral. Also very calming graphics. Three, hidden folks, a black and white eye spy phone game with the most adorable graphics. You just scoot around looking for bananas and little people doing yoga and eating snacks. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> I first read this as a black and white spy phone game and I was like, ooh, because you know, I like spies, but I spy is also exciting. <laughs> oh, Dory. <laughs> Oh, so mystery focused. If anyone it. knows of any good phone spy games, please. That would be fun. Do you know what I'm doing right now? I am downloading Egg Inc. because nothing sounds more exciting than hatching eggs. Right. Well, and you've contemplated getting chickens. So maybe this will, you know, yeah, satisfy that urge. <laughs> that It will scratch that itch. Yes. Because that's not that's probably not happening for me. Mm, alas. Um, you know, it's fine. All of these phone games have no time limits and you can turn off the in-game sound Two major requirements in a home game for me. Also, movie recommendation, Accepted. It's a 2006 movie starring Justin Long. He doesn't get into university and so makes one up and everything spirals out of control and it becomes a real university. <laughs> Blake Lively is his love interest in low-rise shorts and hair that was the reason Sunnin had a market. While I would not exactly describe it as good and it's certainly not high art, it is, in my opinion, an overlooked gem. There is some stuff I would describe as of the era when it comes to attitudes to mental health and standards of beauty. However, it is a very charming movie about what might happen if a bunch of teenagers started a university and the value of learning things that you find exciting and motivating, even if that thing is how to blow up a pineapple. <laughs> if nothing else, it is a reminder of what people thought was in fashion in 2006. Oh Everything boy. is hard right now, and these things are bringing me joy. Best M. And then she has... An unrelated but fascinating P.S. P.S. What kind of email sign-off people are you? Dory strikes me as a best person, but now I'm curious. You are a best person. I am mostly a best person. It's true. Sometimes I I adjust, but I best is my is my go-to. I would say I'm I'm much more insufferable. I'm a warmly, or sometimes I even roll with with much gratitude. <laughs> Which so is. you <laughs> I know it's so me it's so embarrassing when I saw this I was like oh no I am a warmly gratitude person I do drop a best now and then but that is like for a very kind of like impersonal email for me so you know what's funny about this is that I noticed obviously because you and I are cc'd on a lot of emails together that you sign off warmly and i was like you know what that is such a lovely way to <laughs> sign off on an email and i have tried it and it like doesn't i feel weird about it <laughs> like doesn't work for you it doesn't work for me i'm like this doesn't sound like me i have i feel like there's an intermediate between best and warmly and that is yours and i have tried that a couple times too. I often just do XX yes, and then XX. my name underneath, yes. which I don't even know what that means. Like I had a boss who did that and at first it like was very overwhelming for me and then I was like, "Oh, I just get it. It's kind of just like dash. It's not like kiss kiss." Yeah, but it's it like is. I feel like it's it's a little warmer than that, you know? Yeah. And it's not I, and then and then like if it's a close friend, I'll do XO or XOXO. Totally. <laughs> I will say one thing I've learned from being on emails with you is that I have cut back on my my usage of exclamation points so much. Mm. Like you're not you are not an exclamation point in an email person. And I am like one in every sentence. And I have really cut back and it's been very empowering. So that's funny you say that because I had to consciously cut back. And um, 
I, I, I like now read over all of my emails and I'm like, have I used too many exclamation points? And, you know, there's like different schools of thought about this. There's the school of thought of like, who cares? <laughs> Um, and then there's the school of thought. There's also an interesting school of thought, which is like, people are now so used to exclamation points that when you don't use them, people often think that you're angry. Yeah. Because you're not expressing this like over like bounding enthusiasm and exuberance. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I do find, I, I prefer the way that my emails sound without too many exclamation points, especially if it's a business related email. Um, So that's funny that you noticed that Um, in terms back to the phone games. I mean, I still play best fiends. I know you are a true fiend for best fiends. They have stopped advertising on forever 35, but that is no matter. (laughs) I still play. You are a fan. <laughs> I am a I'm a fiend. Yes, I'm I'm a fiend for best fiends. Um I you know, you can play Animal Crossing on your phone. So that could be a fun thing to do whilst nursing. Yeah, I play a game called Helix Jump, but I find that like gets my heart racing a little bit. Mm. So you might be better with something like Two Dots. And and Two Dots I've actually heard recommended before. I I might need to check it out cuz Helix Jump like it's just it's just bouncing a ball down this little challenging thing, but it it gets me going. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I mm. like that. Well, thank you. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have you heard of this movie? Accepted. I've never heard of it. It like there's like a small cell in my brain that is seem is like kind of latching on. I feel like it might have been Justin Long's like the first thing that made me aware of him, but I don't. No, like now I'm looking at pictures from it. I'm vaguely, vaguely aware of it. I have definitely never seen it. I am excited to be looking at the poster for it and seeing that Blake Lively is in some like low rise, low, like low rise boot cuts, (laughs) you know, like a really great pair of like citizens of humanity. You know, I also feel like this was, yeah, this was pre Gossip Girl. Oh, really? Yeah. Gossip Girl started in 2007. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm like deeply googling the movie <laughs> accepted. I'm like I'm on its Wikipedia page <gasps> right now. <laughs> so funny. Thank you for the recommendation. I would watch this. It seems like a fun one. It does seem fun, right? Yeah. Jonah uh, Hill is in it. Wow, what a cast. <laughs> Two-time Oscar nominee, Jonah Hill. Indeed. How do I know that? Indeed. Okay. Um, All right. This next email has a real twist at the end. It sure does. (laughs) Hello, Kate and Dory. I've been trying to listen to your podcast daily while playing with my dog. Yes, her name is Maisie after Maisie Dobbs in the backyard every day. Yes, we have two acres to wander, but I am sure you have much nicer weather as ours has been miserable in the Midwest. But it is pontoon season and our governor has allowed us to use our boats and most boaters dip in the water to pee except it is too cold. I am always anxious this time of year because I'm not sure how to handle the urge to pee all the time like Kate. So this episode has solved that anxiety crisis. I bought the faux penis called Pea Style. Not sure what else to call it. And some of those bags. I can't wait for my package to arrive and drop into the pond. As for macaroons... 
Let Dory know that I started reading a cozy mystery book that features baking. And guess what was found at the scene of the crime in the first book? The main character's specialty <laughs> macaroons. <laughs> the beginning of the book even explains the difference between macaroons and macarons. I've been saying this wrong. Listeners, I am apologize. Macaroons and macarons. Macarons. Oh, God. I read the sample and did buy the Kindle version. Vangy Vale and the Murdered Macaron, the Matchmaker Mystery Book Series by R.L. Sim. S-Y-M-E. Anyways, back to home life and real life. Question. Do you agree that once a cheater, always a cheater? My husband has been under, excuse me, my daughter has been under quarantine with her husband of seven months who was cheating on her. Talk about difficult quarantine, exclamation point. What a twist. What a twist. I was not expecting that. Nope, me neither. Um, I, I feel like I need more information. I, although I will say like this does not sound like an ideal situation. No, and I think we both have deep sympathy for your daughter. Yes. But I mean, we cannot analyze one's marriage. No. No. Um, so I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I just hope that your daughter finds happiness in her life. Yeah. That's so and hard. That sounds mega stressful. Oof. Oof um, is right. Yeah. But thank you for writing in. And I'm, I hope that the P style works out for you. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to hear how, like, give us a, give us a follow up. Please. Follow -up. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, give us a follow up on all the things all you addressed in this <laughs> There's email. A lot. <laughs> the pontoons, the books, I mean, the daughter. Uh, I yes. want to know. I want to know about all of it. So hope to hear from you again. Um. All right, Kate. Mm -hmm. Do you want to discuss our word of the day? Oh, I do. Look, it's kind of vague, but I I propose summer as the word of the day. And look, I know we are all listening to this podcast in various parts of the world. In some parts of the world, it's not summer. So True. but I'm speaking over here in, in North America. Mm -hmm. um, but I propose this because for for me, um, I, lo I love summer. It's my favorite season of the year. I love the length of the days. I love the energy shift to kind of this like calm. I even like humidity. So I bring up this word as I personally am considering how to maintain the essence and joy of summer while still respecting social distancing guidelines and understanding and accepting how things are different, you know, less income, changes in jobs, grief, um, illness, kids being home, like so many big, huge changes um, and challenging things. But I'm also trying to figure out how to how to find the joy in this season. So Talk to me about summer. For that's me, that's really just lovely. like eating, literally eating push up, push pop, like otter pops every day. That's where I'm at. Mm, I love a push pop. Mm, they're the best. They're the best. so good. And then, Dory, I also have a proposal for activity of the day. Great. I love it. Is it is not something I have tried, but, you know, I realized as I was sitting here, I was like, one thing I really look forward to is a friend of mine from college who I've not seen in, in many years, actually. She and her family have a fancy Friday and every Friday they get like dressed up for dinner and they post a picture on their Instagram and they look like they're having a blast and they all look like they're all dressed up in whatever way that means to them. And I absolutely love looking at this picture every week. 
And it seems like a really fun activity. And I think they've done it eight times. And it's kind of become like a, it seems like a a tradition for them. And I find this interesting, this, this way people are kind of making new activities or traditions during this time. Yeah. And it seems like something to look forward to. So I was like, I'm going to propose this to my family, having a fancy day. They call it Fancy Friday, but I feel like you could do it on any day. What a cute idea. Get fancy. Get fancy. And expressing yourself with fashion is so fun. So it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't need to be restrictive. It can be whatever it means to you and your family. Totally. Or just you. Or just you. Or just you. All right, friends. It's been great talking to you, Kate. Dory, it's been a pleasure talking to you as always. I love getting to talk to you. I love hearing from listeners. Thank you for sharing this journey with us. Yep. And we will talk to you tomorrow. And we are warmly and best. (laughs) Warmly and best, best. Dory and Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Warmly and with deep gratitude. Yours. (laughs) XX. All right. Us. Uh, We're here for you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.